Good morning. It is Friday, October 7th. Congratulations. You made it to Friday. Give yourself a pat on the back. Trending this hour, the U.S. Jobs Report. 263,000 jobs were added in September. The unemployment rate now sits at 3.5%. Also trending, the Colts making the entire city of Indianapolis tired this morning. The game went into overtime last night. It was sloppy, touchdownless, a lot of turnovers, a lot of interceptions, a lot of fumbles. But at the end of the day, they got the W. You know what matters most? What's that? The Colts were a three-and-a-half-point underdog, and I took the Colts. You made some money. You had two bucks that riding on that bet. was worth all three-and-a-half hours of my life <laughs> that I will never get back because I took the Colts. At what point did you want to turn the TV off and walk away? Now, here's the deal, Casey. And by the way, we should clarify to everyone. The YouTube stream, because, well, nothing ever works around here anymore, is... <laughs> Working, but it says Hammer and Nigel on it. We are aware of that. So if you want to watch us on YouTube today, just put WIBC into your YouTube browser. There's a live link when you put WIBC in, and you can watch the show. Like we said, we're aware. Nothing works around here. (laughs) We understand. But if you just, instead of Kendall and Casey, put WIBC Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. you will be able to watch the show as you normally do kevin is frantically trying to fix whatever and whoever broke this thing but it is indeed working (laughs) just put wibc instead of hammer and nigel in your search bar and you'll see the live feed and there it is okay that aside uh the colts the colts and the broncos Mm -hmm. both owe everyone an apology for (laughs) what they did to society last night (laughs) the time we spent with them it the, des- it des- the Russell Wilson memes are flying out today, too. It deserved to be a tie. Mm-hmm. Both of those teams were so incredibly bad. Uh, that was horrific. And I, again, Casey, walked away from that game last night with two things that I definitively know. Are you ready for them? Yes. Number one, Mm -hmm. the unvaccinated quarterback Mm. was clearly the problem last year with the Indianapolis Colts. And I am so glad that our razor sharp owner and management took swift action to remove him from this team because based on the performance this year versus last year, the unvaccinated quarterback was definitely the problem. Point one. Mm-hmm. Point two. Yeah. Watching that performance last night, I am now more proud than ever that by threat of force from the government, that every time I purchase a sandwich or a soda, money is extracted from my wallet so that Jim Ursay can have a free stadium. I am so pleased, based on that performance last night, that my money as a middle-class person goes to ensure that the millionaires and billionaires that run that operation have a free place to play. So the final score was 12-9, to and what does that put the Colts record at? 2-2-1? Jacksonville in 10 days. Uh, Look, I'm a Bears fan, so that was nothing new for me, what I saw last night, in which it is like pulling teeth to get a ball between the uprights, much less in the end zone. But I thought the Colts were supposed to be better than this. I thought they were supposed to be world beaters. I thought they were supposed to be cruising to an an AFC uh, uh, divisional championship. I thought uh, all of these things... They stink. Yeah. Well, I spent a great part of my life in the Detroit area, so I know what it's like to have a losing football team. 
with the Lions. That's weird when the Lions are doing better than the Colts. Okay, so two two things, and then we'll get to, again, just a reminder if you're coming in. I, somebody just posted the app is working now, so that's great. I guess WIBC app. Uh, oh, nice. You know, made, the Wizard of Oz has made that work, so that's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Uh, but again, if you're just new to the game, you're trying to figure out what's going on, the YouTube stream, there's something going on with it. It is working, but it does say Hammer and Nigel and yesterday's date. So if you just put WIBC into your YouTube browser, you can watch the show. Go. I totally interrupted your the rest of your trending topics. Finally trending, Judy Tenuta. This is the stand-up comic who styled herself as the love goddess. She used to tour with George Carlin. Very popular in the 80s. She has passed away. She was 72. The cause of her death was ovarian cancer. And Rob and Kevin, I know that you guys were a little younger during that time. Kevin yes. probably was not even alive. Mm-hmm. So let's go down memory lane in case you forgot what Judy Tenuto was all about. By now, I'm sure you can tell that I'm the kind of woman who sits by the phone and waits for some man to call. there's almost any hope. So she would uh, have the accordion on her chest and she always would call it her IUD. So (laughs) (laughs) she would say, let me put my IUD down and take her accordion off. So if you think about that is really was the golden age of Mm -hmm. comedy when you think about who was operating in the comedic space like we've talked about before 1969 to 1974 was probably the golden age of music Mm -hmm. when you think about everyone from the beatles to Jimi hendrix rolling stones the rolling Stones. i mean basically every famous musician of that era was active between 1969 and 1974 some of them were coming some of them were going but in that space everybody was active the golden era of comedy really was probably what i don't know 1974 or five ish through the early 80s because in that span i mean you think about you do it the george carlins mm-hmm. you know the eddie murphy's i was gonna say i'd even add go up to the late 80s for eddie murphy well you know andrew dice clay richard Pryor, right richard Pryor. you had the cast of saturday night live the original cast mm-hmm. which also would include not just chevy chase but then the one that also included bill murray and then later you know the billy crystals etc i mean that really was the golden area sam kennison thank you in the youtube chat mm-hmm. uh the really was the golden era of you know comedic greatness and now because of wokeness they've just stripped all the fun out of everything yeah it is kendall and casey on 93 wibc it is 9 14 and coming up next we're going to get into the latest news revolving hunter biden oh yes we failed to mention this at the top of the hour Today is John Mellicamp's birthday. So guess what's going to happen? We're going to play a lot, of, a lot music. of John Mellicamp. I'm going to guess he is 70. I think he was born in 50 or 51. I will say he is 71 years old. I don't even know. Let me I will, look it I up. will say I'm almost certain he is 71 years old because I think he was born in 1951. How old is John Mellencamp? And let's see here. Mm, well, uh... 
Do you know, did you forget how to use a computer? You just put in the you just put in a little search bar there, and there's thing well, called Wikipedia will come up, and usually the birthday is the first. He was born in '51, so he's '71. Is that what you said? Bingo. Okay. Man, I am so good. You nailed. I it. am really good at ages of musical artists mm-hmm. because I associate them so much with the time frame in which they operated, and I've always thought it was fascinating. Like, okay, when did this person have their first hit? Like, what age were they when mm-hmm. they had great success and Mellencamp was Kevin and I were talking about this the other day Kevin and I went and smashed some beers yesterday had a little uh, life strategy session Mm -hmm. Uh, I think Kevin is going to be by the way a multi-platinum recording artist with his band Uno Gold <laughs> by the end of next year based on the advice I gave him yesterday. Do you not feel better about your your musical career, music future after yesterday? Oh, I feel way better. I gave him yeah. all sorts of advice on how to just rivet a nation. Okay. Uh, but, but Kevin and I were, uh, were talking about Mellencamp, mm-hmm. and he was quite old by music standards by the time he had his first hit, which is I Need a Lover, mm-hmm. which was like late 70s. Yeah, 78. Yeah, because it was big in Australia and then came back here and then it became bigger. And uh, so he was he was quite old by music standards. By the time he started having chart-topping success, he was, success. he was in his late 20s or early 30s. Well, happy birthday to him, and we will celebrate him all day long. One, one thing real quick before we talk about Hunter Biden, just a reminder to people, uh, there is a problem with the YouTube stream today. It is up. It is working. But if you're going to have to just search WIBC, it says Hammer and Nigel. WIBC. Obviously, we are not Hammer or Nigel. Uh, Nigel's never here, so we couldn't be <laughs> Hammer or Nigel. Um, but if you just search WIBC in your YouTube browser, you will find the live link to watch the show today. The one that's currently gone. Okay, so federal investigators investigating Biden's son, Hunter, have gathered what they believe is sufficient evidence to charge him with tax crimes and also a false statement related to a gun purchase. So the next step is for the U.S. attorney in Delaware to decide on whether they're going to file charges. It would appear, let's take away everything else on the laptop. Like, let's just take away the laptop from hell, all the stuff we know based on what the federal government refuses to do anything about. Take that out of the equation. It appears to be, and I'm not a man of the law, but I I have uh, watched many courtroom dramas, a somewhat (laughs) strong case, if his name were anybody other than Hunter Biden, Mm -hmm. based on the fact that on the gun permit, they ask a question, something similar to, have you had or do you have a drug addiction, drug problem, whatever? And he answered, no. Well, based on the fact that we know, what was it, the Naval Reserve's that he was kicked out of because of a drug problem. And then if we now bring back in the uh, laptop from hell to this equation, there are, correct me if I'm wrong, like multiple videos of him doing drugs, mm-hmm. way, With- way, having scales related to drugs. Mm-hmm. There, This appears to be about as ironclad of a case as one might be able to have to say, you, sir, mm-hmm have a drug problem, and did not properly identify that on the gun form. You may have lied. So the investigation into Hunter Biden began in 2018, and prosecutions for false statements on gun purchase forms, they're rare, but they happen. And the year that he purchased his handgun, 
the Justice Department said they received 478 referrals for lying on the forms, and of those charges, 298 were filed. So that's about 60% of the time. Well, and there is no wiggle room if you're Joe Biden. Well, obviously, there's always wiggle room if you're Joe Biden because the media will just cover for you. But there shouldn't be because we hear time and time and time and time and time and time and time again, illegal gun purchases are the scourge of society. Gun violence is the scourge of society. We must crack down on who is able to get a gun and the punishment for people who get guns. And over and over and over and over and over again, here is a great way for Joe Biden to put up or shut up. Your kid clearly has an issue with the gun, with how he obtained a gun. You claim to be the gun crusader. Show us right here, mm-hmm. right now. Instruct the Justice Department, if my kid lied on a gun form, you throw the book at him the way we want the book thrown at everyone else. Don't give him special protection just because he's your son. So it's called lying and buying, and prosecutors have discretion on which ones they're going to take to trial. And uh, some of the prosecutors are saying they have bigger fish to catch. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they could decide to seek a deal for Hunter. Like, who's a bigger fish? Than the president's son. Well, they're very busy harassing that local pastor that they've charged with like 93 hate crimes now because he got to do it with a guy at, at the abortion clinic or whatever it was. I mean, give me a break. These guys will, will are going to the ends of the earth to find something, anything, and have for six years on Donald Trump. These guys will leave no stone unturned, and when they've turned over all the stones, they'll just drop new stones so they can turn those over. Don't act like, well, you know, we've got really got a lot more important things on our on our hands, Casey. We've got a lot going on here. We're very busy. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> President Biden was telling reporters that the decision by OPEC has left the administration looking for alternatives. Yes. Also could mean the gas prices are likely going to spike as the stock levels diminish. So this is where we stand. If there was only a country, Rob, that was close to ours, a country that was rich in natural resources, we could get some some oil. But apparently uh, we're trying to fist bump our way through this. So uh, reports have suggested that the Biden administration was looking to loosen sanctions on Venezuela in order to allow U.S. oil companies to resume pumping there. So we have we have migrants flooding into our country because they're leaving the communist regime in Van- Venezuela, right? Yes, that's But now right. we're going to walk down to Venezuela and say, "Hey, uh Right. What you got? What's the problem here? <laughs> what do you what is there some issue with that? <laughs> Why wouldn't you absolutely want to get in bed with a communist nation that hates this country. Right. You, the Venezuelans have said, government has said many, many nice things about America over the years, Casey. They've always been a loyal friend. They really like the liberty and freedom that we have. I have no idea why you're being so curmudgeon about us getting into bed with Venezuela. <laughs> and it's not like, Casey, we have the capability of energy independence here at home. It's not like we could do this all on our own. We clearly need to go on bended mm-hmm. knee and beg the Saudis and, and Venezuela for oil because, please, we mm-hmm. can't do it here. Speaking of curmudgeon, 
Let's hear President Walnut try to explain why he went to the Middle East. And uh, he's saying hey, that meeting that meeting wasn't about oil production. No, the, the, the trip was not essentially for oil. The trip was about the Middle East and about Israel and, oh. and rationalization of positions. But it is a disappointment, and it says that there are problems. Are you worried about it? So, so what you're hearing there is him walking away, tiptoeing back. It's a, it's a disappointment. It's a real problem. And I'm going to go get on this plane. And, and by the way, next segment, mm-hmm. we're going to do how in one breath, oh, we begged the Saudis. Well, he doesn't say that, but that's what he did. We begged the Saudis for more oil and because they hate us and they know you're a moron and a goof and you don't know where you're at half the time. They laughed and said, no dice. We're Team Russia and China now. Next segment, mm-hmm. we're going to we're going to talk about how Biden is now considering a ban of offshore drilling. Mm-hmm. That's on the way from ninety three WIBC. Good morning. Well, it's time to go home. Yeah, and I ain't it's good stuff right there. With Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And before we get into Biden's comments about offshore drilling, you you received some gifts in the mail, didn't you? Yes, I love uh, our listeners so much. Mm -hmm. And they love you. And um, by the way, real quick, can I just take a great radio risk before I talk about this fabulous gift, the gifts plural that I got? Sure. Can I just read the opening lines to Ain't Even Done With The Night? Yeah. Because I've told you, this is the best Mellencamp song. Yes, that was your fave. And in terms of lyrical strength, Mm -hmm. you know, like when you type your password in and you want to change your password, and there's usually the thing that says, this password is weak, medium, it's usually red, Mm -hmm. medium, green Mm -hmm. is strong. Yeah. You would be like so strong on the password protector on the lyrics to Ain't Even Done With The Night. It would be like a 99 out of 100. Okay, what do you uh, have? In terms of greatness. Uh, Well, our hearts beat like thunder. I don't know why they don't explode. You got your hands in my back pockets and Sam Cooke singing on the radio. You say that I'm the boy who can make it all come true. Well, I'm telling you that I don't know if I know what to do. Mm. That's so good. Anyway, sorry. I didn't even just got just totally derailed. Yeah, I like that Sam Cooke reference. Yeah, it's great. Isn't it great? Oh, yeah. Mellencamp's birthday today, and we're going to play his songs all morning long. So tell me about the presents that you received. So what was this? Was this last week? It must have been last week that we got into this conversation Mm -hmm. because James Earl Jones had announced that he was not going to do Darth Vader's voice anymore. Right, and he was working with AI technology to lay all of his voice tracks down for future Darth Vader roles. He won't do them anymore, but they will have his voice on file to be able to recreate. We believe brief... Until the end of time. Briefcases, truckloads of money were probably backed up to the James Earl Jones estate, Mm -hmm. and he said... See you guys later. Mm -hmm. And so now, as you said, he can continue to do the voice of Darth Vader. And I proceeded to say that I've never seen a Star Wars movie from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Now, I've obviously seen the famous, you know, Luke, I am your father. I've seen all that. I'm familiar with it. But I've never seen a Star Wars movie from start to finish. I don't get it. I attempted to watch 
one because my wife is a gigantic Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, aren't these things like at a, at a cursory knowledge, aren't they like all out of order? Mm-hmm. Like aren't these movies like out of order? Wouldn't it be wildly confusing for a non-fan to try to watch them out of order and understand? And she said, yeah, it would probably be helpful if your intent was to watch them all to watch them in order to have an understanding. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'll give it a shot. And I don't know when this one was. In the 90s, there weren't there Star Wars made in the 1990s? Isn't that the remakes when they did the next set? When the, when the prequels came out? Whatever you want to call them. In, yeah. or, in, in chronological order, what would have been first in the order was made in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, I'll start with those. And I, ch- I went in with an open mind. I think all you people are nerds and weirdos, but whatever. I went in with an open mind. And as such, I said, okay, I'm going to put all my preconceived notions and biases aside. And Casey, I got about 30 minutes into it, and I just said I can't because there was some sort of thing that resembled a talking donkey. So you started with movie one. I don't know. I started wherever the first whatever would be the beginning of the thing. Yeah, you started with one. Was. With Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar Binks, mm-hmm. I gather. And it reminded me of the talking donkey from Shrek, mm-hmm. which was clearly... Voiced by Eddie Murphy. I don't think this this character was voiced by Eddie Murphy. No, no, the donkey in but Shrek was. it was like the worst, and I get the technology's come a long way, but it was like a horrific imposed thing with actual humans and it made the acting well the acting may have been bad anyway and after about 30 minutes I said I love you I hope that you enjoy every single one of these I wholeheartedly support you if you want to go to the nerd conventions and enjoy it great I'm out because of the talking donkey for 30 minutes Mm -hmm. I can't take any of this serious Mm -hmm. goodbye right and we got a lot of calls Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, vehement hate Uh, Things that we probably should have called the local authorities to report people and put them on a watch list somewhere. People disagreeing with you. But apparently that really struck a nerve with um, uh, our listeners because our one listener sent me this, and I'm putting this up on the YouTube chat. So, again, uh, if you just search WIBC in your browser today, it says Hammer and Nigel, but it is is, uh, us, the Kendall and Casey show. You can see this right here. I'm holding this up. A listener sent me this fabulous action figure of Jar Jar Binks, yeah. the talking donkey yeah. from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And I'm holding it up here for everyone to see. I will put this in my office. Casey will uh, acknowledge I have a very fabulous hodgepodge collection of stuff in mm-hmm. my back office that listeners have sent me over the years, wonderfully displayed, and this will join them. Jar Jar's uh, going to have to have a prominent position. There was a note sent with us that said, heard you love uh, the tall talking donkey from Star Wars. Here you go. Love the show, by the way, from Jacob. So thank you That's very really much nice. to Jacob. Then yesterday I went to see uh, Dr. Joel Starnes, my very fabulous chiropractor who does phenomenal work in Pittsburgh, who is a, a great human being. And he presented me, Casey, and I'll hold this up again for the YouTube chat, with this very fabulous T-shirt. Which is Oh, look at that. You got an X-Wing fighter. That's a cool looking I have no idea what any of this means, but it is Star Wars, Uh and it appears to be a plane of some sort, Mm -hmm. X-Wing something, and it is a medium. I was going to say, did you get a medium? He knows the correct size, so Mm -hmm. thank you to all of our listeners who have 
loaded me down with this Star Wars merch. They want to convert you one way or the other. So has that Jar Jar Binks package been open? Uh, no. I'm curious, is that one of those collectibles that'll be worth millions of dollars in a few years? Well, it is, as we say, priceless because it came from a person who loves the show. Mm-hmm. So I would not sell it for any price. However, I, Kevin and I, as we said, uh, went and had a beer yesterday and uh, I continue to mold Kevin to be the adult that he needs to be. Mm-hmm. And uh, when we got back, uh, Mega Mondo, Kyle Wells was here, and he is all into the action figures. And he was like, I'm I'm going to call my friend JoJo, who owns so-and-so's figurine store, mm-hmm. and find out what that is worth. I said, it's priceless, Kyle. It doesn't matter what it's worth. Right. It could be worth as much as that Aaron Judge ball, and I would not sell it <laughs> because our wonderful listener, Jacob, put a lot of time that was very thoughtful into uh, that. So there you go. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Let's talk about Joe Biden and his decision, decision which is nearing on what they're going to do about the offshore drilling. Okay. <laughs> he's, uh, he's saying he's not completely blocking new leases. So there was this 90-day comment period, uh-huh. right, where uh, people could say how they feel about this and uh, it's, it's ended, right? Right. So this paves the way for the Department of the Interior to issue a final decision regarding offshore drilling. And it's opening the door to a scenario where no lease sales would be held through 2028. Okay, so this comes at a time where gas right now in Indiana, uh, basically some a little cheaper, some a little more mm-hmm. expensive, 429 mm-hmm. is the number I keep seeing at a lot of places. Now, today when I go home, I'm going to go by my su- super secret location where you live mm-hmm. and see because the gas is usually cheaper there. But uh, so gas is 429. Um, and the question is at a time in which our president is begging Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. to pr- produce more oil and he is now rumored to be begging Venezuela to produce more oil why would you be eliminating any resource to extract oil out of the ground that we have control over whatsoever right essential to our energy security well rob if there's a decision to be made make no mistake our president will make the wrong one. <laughs> I mean, he's going to go in the opposite direction, right? <laughs> it would be zero new lease sales would be the exact wrong policy. Well, at the wrong time. It is a party and a, I would say a president, but he has no idea what he's doing. It is a party and a leadership of that party and a leadership of the government that is totally wed to radical left extremism as it relates to green fetish the green fetish these people have and they are going to make you and this is by design casey i think that's what people need to know this stuff doesn't happen accidentally these people believe and you see it play out in the you know the critical race theory the 1619 project whatever these people believe that america is an inherently evil and awful place and that we deserve to suffer because the original sins of this country are so great that they are irredeemable and we must tear the country down and build it back up in a new image. They want you to suffer. They want you to pay more for gas. They are not stupid people. In many cases, they are awful people, and they hate this country, and they want you to suffer. 
It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC 943. And was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday on The View, Sonny had nice things to say about Ron DeSantis. I, I have a plan for Ron. Oh. After I heard what she said, uh-huh. I have a plan for him. Right. It's what he should do. Mm-hmm. And we're going to reveal it next Great. for 93 WIBC. Oh, but ain't that America? You and me. <laughs> ain't that America? <laughs> 947 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. And if you'd like to watch us on YouTube this morning, just type in WIBC because right now we're labeled as Hammer and Nigel and clearly we're not Hammer and Nigel. Well, here's a little inside baseball. And we let sometimes people like this when we let them in behind the scenes of what's happening. Mm-hmm. So there was something wrong because everything's broke with the YouTube stream. Like it's working fine. Mm-hmm. No problem with that. But... We had an issue with naming the thing properly mm-hmm. today. So Kevin, a, because he's a phenomenal producer, sends an urgent 911 message to the higher-ups. And they finally did were able to get back to him. I think there was an issue with Kevin's internet. Yeah, there was an internet connection every, that didn't go through. It is amazing. It really speaks to who we are as human beings that we continue to do so well, given some of the obstacles that we've had to face. <laughs> uh, but they get back to Kevin and they said... Well, we can fix it, but you got to stop the stream in order to fix it. And I said, no, 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 no. We've already got, at one point it was over 90. Mm -hmm. It's in the 80s right now. People watching, they'll find it. We'll just keep telling people. Our listeners are very smart. They'll be able to pull it off. No problem. So uh, just you do today. It is labeled Hammer Nigel, but it is Kendall and Casey. Mm -hmm. And you just put WIBC into your YouTube stream. You'll see the live link. You can watch us all day long. Hello, beautiful people. So somebody made a comment (laughs) in the chat. They were asking. Who has the bigger ego, yes. Rob Kendall or Tony Katz? Yes. And the listener answered, and I think correctly, Rob by far. <laughs> Christine said that. And when you really think about it, that's the way it should be. And this is in no way to besmirch Tony Katz because he's very fabulous. He's been nominated for a Marconi. He mm-hmm. was not whatever that thing was he was nominated for the other day. Mm-hmm. The Indiana Broadcasters Association. Whatever it was. He's a very fine broadcaster, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. But when you think about the diversity of things, not only have I accomplished, but excelled in, <laughs> if someone were to have a bigger ego about that, and again, there's no way to take away what Tony has accomplished in the broadcasting field, but I have excelled in so many different categories. I mean, you think about Casey. I am arguably the greatest local elected official in Indiana state history. (laughs) The largest (laughs) tax cut, municipal property tax cut, Mm -hmm. at least at the time, I've never heard of anything even close to it since. I helped write the largest municipal property tax cut in state history. Mm -hmm. I took a town from a tumbleweed town to the third fastest growing community in the state in four years. It is no doubt that when you've accomplished as much as I have, Mm -hmm. that any semblance of modesty would fly out the window. Mm-hmm. I have owned multiple businesses. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it's just it's, well. The question wasn't who has accomplished more. The question was who has the bigger ego. But when you have accomplished as much <laughs> as I have, uh-huh. look, and I come from humble, modest beginnings, and I have tried to maintain some semblance of that. But when you continually super exceed mm-hmm. the expectations that a normal person would have it is hard to remain with any sort of check and balance. Scott B., I think, has the best point of all. Yes. He said, Rob has the bigger ego, 
by far as you keep talking about yourself. <laughs> so congratulations. You're the winner on this Friday. Well, it's just anybody who's around me just fully embraces the greatness. You know, it's like like this must have been what it was like to play around Michael Jordan. You always hear like he just he elevated the talent or, or a Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Kevin McHale probably would have been out of the league if he hadn't played around Larry Bird and now he's a Hall of Famer. Great people just make others Other- around them better. That yeah. is that is true and this is part of your charm. Yeah. Rob. yeah I would like to add to the inflation of his uh, ego. Thank you, Kevin. And just say that you know, when we had beers yesterday, yeah. all I could think was, uh, you are quite the renaissance man. Yeah, well, Kevin walks out of every interaction we have feeling like a million damn dollars. <laughs> and that's what great people do, is mm-hmm. they they just make others feel better and believe they can do things they never thought possible. I mean, admit it, Kevin, when we walked out of there yesterday, you were ready to storm the Bastille. You probably went home and made 9,000 phone calls. You probably tried to get yourself booked in about 83 different venues. You believed in yourself and your music like never before. Yeah, I mean, you just have that effect on people. I mean, you're inspiring. <laughs> you know who else uh, could have a big ego yes. and for reason? That would be Ron DeSantis. Yes, absolutely. So let's move on to him. Uh, they were talking about him on The View yesterday. Sonny Hostin was saying that uh, he knows CRT is not real, claimed that it was all about cruelty when he sent migrants to other parts of the country. And then Whoopi Goldberg said earlier in the segment that DeSantis was very smart but said it was not smart to tell people to get rid of half their history. Um, and, and then Sonny went on and pretty much read his resume and called him brilliant. Let's take a listen to this. And I think what's always disappointed me about DeSantis is he's a very different political candidate than, let's say, a President Trump. I firmly believe that President Trump is just not the, the, the smartest guy. I really, I don't, I think he's educated, but I just don't think he's that smart. And, um, and I think he's a racist and I think he's a homophobe. And he's a, just a person who was raised that way. When you look at DeSantis, he graduated from Yale University. He went to Harvard Law School. He earned a commission in the U.S. Navy as a JAG officer. He was a federal prosecutor who did what I did, was where he targeted and convicted child predators. He still serves in the United States Reserve. So what that tells me is he's brilliant, and the cruelty is the point when he's sending immigrants all over the place and not taking care of them. And that Yeah, but I think you got to call him as you see him. Okay, so there's there's that clip there. And what I would do, if I were in Ron DeSantis's yes. campaign, mm-hmm. I would take that clip of yeah. her saying all of the wonderful things, all of his accomplishments, and use that as a TV ad. Because even his opponents agree that he has had some good accomplishments. Okay, Casey. And I agree she said some very nice things about Ron DeSantis meant as a back as an insult to Trump. It mm-hmm. wasn't like it was Ron DeSantis day on the view and she was gl- gushing over him. Help me understand Casey because I I always ask this question not to in any way question or besmirch or belittle the clearly vast intelligence of that consortium of women <laughs> who sit around that table every day. I mean, you are dealing with some real Ivy Leaguers and Rhodes Scholars there. But who is the person who watches that show mm-hmm. for anything other 
than comedic relief. Yeah. If you are a person who watches The View to get any sort of pertinent information, please immediately call our voicemail box at 317-684-8444 and let me know why it is that you watch that show. Because what homophobic statement has Donald Trump ever made? Like, what? What? when has Donald Trump ever been accused of disliking gays mm-hmm. or being anti-gay or anti-LGBTQ? I mean, wh- what What statement has he... I Where mean, are they getting that from? And I get it's just the cause du jour to just try to sound smart by reeling off random words that are above your intelligence level. But what... What are we doing here? It, Donald Trump has enough things you can pick on him with mm-hmm. that you don't need to just make up things that are just totally out of the realm of even his critics or mm-hmm. whatever. Hey, real quick, we got to get to a break here coming up. But night with WIBC. Yes. All the VIP tickets are sold out. We are almost done with all of the tickets, period. But there are still a handful of tickets left, we were told. As of a few minutes ago, they will probably, as we said, sell out by the end of the week. Mm -hmm. And you need to act now if you want to get the tickets. Yeah, if you'd like to join us for WIBC Night, which is coming up on October 23rd, just head over to Ticketmaster, type in WIBC, and that'll pop up, and then just buy. All right, coming up next. Bye, 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 bye. Coming up next. Yeah. Great life advice you will only find right here. Our main man, the greatest school analysis man in the entire Mm -hmm. free world, Tony Kennett, will be up next. He will tell us everything we need to know about school board elections this fall in Indiana. Fantastic. It's 93 WIBC. Good morning.